Welcome to Couples Combo. This is Giovanna and Jess, and this is our podcast where we talk about love, passion, and relationships. What's up, lovers? What's up, world? <laughs> hey, y'all. It's been a while. I know. But you know what? We're in Denver now. The last time we had checked in with you guys, we were in Colorado Springs. Yeah, we were. So to move here and to be here in Denver... It just feels good. It feels really good. Yeah. I love it here. I don't want to move back to Colorado Springs, even though <laughs> I love Colorado Springs. I just don't want to move back. I'm just having so much fun here because everything is so close. You can do so much and we haven't even gotten into everything yet. It's just so much to do out here. And I just love the idea of living in a major city. Yeah, Denver's popular. It is. So much to do. Yeah. So much going on. We already did the Dior exhibit. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Belle gave us that work, but. Yeah, she did. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all can't see that on the pictures, but oh my goodness. She was not trying. So, you know, this was Jess' idea. She wanted to go and see the Dior exhibit. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make that happen. Yeah. And I'm going to hang back a little bit. I'm going to let her see all these beautiful well you know curated dresses and things like that and i'm like you know i'm going to make the sacrifice and take care of Belle. so i took care of Belle, and i had to literally pick her up and she's getting big now oh gosh she's heavy yes she's very heavy and i carry her through the entire exhibit (laughs) let me tell you (laughs) yeah but you were trying to like listen to the thing too you had a little um what is that the, so, the audio guide yes it give you that. like an audio that you can you can put in the numbers for each little exhibit or piece or whatever and it'll give you like a story behind it and i i was still trying to like see all the art and the pictures and the dresses and, and all those kind of things and really get into the culture of it but uh bell was giving me that work and yeah <laughs> It I was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. It was funny. It wasn't funny then because I was like, oh my gosh, because every time someone looked at her, she's like, Ew! oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was so many people in there. I'm like, goodness. Because we went on like on a Wednesday too, right? It was a Tuesday, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a Tuesday, a yeah. Wednesday. It was, it was during the week. It was, it was earlier in the day yeah and we, we just, just knew up oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that it was going to be you know easy we were just going to walk through no it wasn't it was it a was, lot of people in there i think yeah, it, was it was like crazy. senior citizen day yeah or it was a bunch of grandmas there <laughs> but it, yeah, i mean it was. it was students too from schools anyway yeah you know how it is with the toddler so that is what we're going through with her right now junior was actually in school, he was in school. Yeah. yeah he started a new school and he's doing really good he's making a's and b's mm-hmm. as usual mm-hmm. keeping his grades up um so he was in school but uh yeah we had bell with us and bell would be bell but mm-hmm. we love her she's she's really coming into her personality now mm-hmm. so you know you got to deal with all of that i tell you what denver is Denver is, is dope, right? But with any major city, you have these like issues, right? With people, it's just got we just got weird. People. Wait, what are you talking about? Okay, so if you remember during the hotel experience, oh um, gosh, oh yo, I, totally, <laughs> I had to call the cops. I totally forgot about that. I had to call the people. Oh lord, so they can, you know, so 
where do I start at with the story? The here's a short and skinny of it. I was Jess and I was in between houses, right? So we moving from Colorado Springs. We sold that house. We're about to buy our house, but we haven't closed on it just yet. So there was like a, a week in between the two houses. So we're staying in this hotel and we're right outside of Denver and Jess and I both have our car downstairs. I'm about to go to the base. I was about to go do something. You was about to check. I don't know. Yeah, you were about to go to base to check something with your job. I yeah, know, I think I was just like going to go in there and check in and, and just say hello or whatever it was. Um, but it wasn't like a whole lot. And I went downstairs and I saw somebody in like looking outside of Jessica's car, like as if they were trying to get in the car. Yeah, because we drove our, both of our cars. Yeah, we had two up. cars. Yeah, you know, you have to, duh, but yeah. So I approached the dude and I'm like, hey, like, what are you doing? And he's just kind of like rambling to himself. And I said, yo, you need to get away from that car. <laughs> and he was like looking at me. And I don't, I forget what he says, but he just like, it, uh, he just kind of blows me off and keep, you know, doing what he's doing. He's kind of looking in the car, trying to see something. Long story short, um, I called the cops on him and the cops come and by this time, he goes up to his room. We go to the um, to the uh, the front desk, and the front desk says, "Okay, yeah, we think we know who you're talking about." The guy was living inside the hotel, and they think that he was drunk. They they said that he was drinking a lot of vodka and different. Well, he said he was looking for like a movie star or something. Yes, and yeah. they come to find out that he was looking for. He thought he had one of the actresses from Friends in his room the night before yes and she was like i'm leaving you and he was like wait don't go and he chased her out of the hotel she gets in a nice car and jessica has one of the nicer cars inside the um inside the parking lot so they said that maybe he thought that you know that was the car that she and it was just a terrible experience and i was like is this what i had to look forward to with denver <laughs> I know he wouldn't even tell us. He was like, "We're leaving." We're, I'm like, "Where are we going?" <laughs> he was like, "Just pack your bags. We gotta go." I'm like, "Why? Why? Why do we have to go? Why?" Yeah. I'll tell you later. Can't talk about it right now. What? I was kind of, I was, I was upset, and I was trying to stay even kill, but the hotel actually accommodated us. That crazy man actually got me a couple free nights in a nicer hotel that was a suite. Didn't they cover like the whole thing though? Like they just took yeah. care of everything. You yeah, didn't have to yeah. pay for anything. Yeah. 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 I had paid for like the, the first couple of nights, but I didn't have to pay for the last uh, few nights in that hotel. And they got us a free stay at um, yeah, the other their hotel, sister hotel, which is next door to that one. And yeah. the reason why we didn't go to that one is because we have yeah, Ace dog, with us yeah. and you have to find hotels that allow you to have, you know, yeah, pets and Ace is such a good dog. So they were just like, whatever. He didn't give anybody any issues you know so that's one of the good things about having a poodle i know some people be looking at me like why but poodles are very <laughs> smart and in our case he was very well mannered and when we brought him to the hotel everybody was like yeah cool they loved the dog when they saw him yeah, and everything like that so did. it was it, everything just kind of played out in our favor but for a second i thought denver was going to be trouble i was like look I lived in Colorado Springs for eight years. I never, never had a situation like that. Not even never. close. And here it is. We're not even in the house yet. And we are already having these encounters where, you know, we're dealing with, you know, druggies and alcohol oh gosh, and get junkies out of here. and 
winos he probably and probably just had a little too much to drink it's okay he's it's looking not, for his girl what if, it, what, if, what, what if that was you and not me oh if i would have seen him yeah oh like, i would have ran back in and like told them i wouldn't even say anything to him i just be like look someone's trying to get in my car right now yeah. and yeah yeah i started barking at like him. I, I know it's like why like, were you like you and I think he thought you were like some random person. Just I like, why so. are you? He didn't know that was your car too, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, he came up with a bogus story because they let him stay. Yeah, the cops came too. They was like, this is not really an incident yet. You know, nothing happened. And I was like, no way. So yeah. it, it, it all played out, you know, good. Like I said, he got us a couple free nights. So Yeah, literally the next day. No didn't we no like foul. close on a house or something like that? Yeah, I was like, goodness. <laughs> I, I was ready. I was done with the hotel situation. Yeah. Completely done. Yeah, with, with the kids and the dog and yeah. That gets old fast. Yes. So, so what else is going on, Jess? Um, I just re-enrolled back into school, so mm-hmm. I'm happy about that. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm ready to finish this program up and get it behind me and do my thing and do hair and make people feel good so yeah i'm happy about that so that's what's going on there um you just made master sergeant hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) super psyched about that and not only that i actually promoted on my birthday yeah you did that was really nice how awesome yeah is it that you get to promote on your birthday like, it is so difficult to promote in the Air Force. And I know what you're probably saying. Aren't you a reservist? Yes, I am. Active reservist. It's a difference. It's a difference. And, and it's still difficult. It yeah. was it was highly competitive, uh, this position that I applied for. Um, I went up against uh, at least 10 folks um, that was interested in the position. And a lot of these folks was already certified in a position that I was trying to get into. I, I never had any experience mm-hmm. with that position. So I was, I felt like I was, um, I had, I didn't, my, my chances wasn't the best. Yeah. But um, my resume is really good. Um, I do, I work hard, you know, and it, everything played out well. And I'm really, I'm really, really, really happy uh, with the unit that I'm working yeah. with. I'm happy about the people that I'm working with. I can tell. And your location. Like, you're and not my far. my location. <laughs> you kidding me? We yeah. out here in Denver. And and to be able to buy another house out here. Because we wasn't going to do it. We, either, we was going to do something else. We was going to rent. But uh, we was able to buy a really nice home. And we live in a nice area. And you know what? I ain't got shit to complain about. Excuse my language. But that's just how I feel. Good. I'm glad you feel that way. Yeah. I mean, I feel that way too. I was talking about how close you are to your job too. Because yeah. Because at yeah. one point you were commuting from the Springs to Denver because you had got that position, and we still haven't moved out of the house yet. Yeah, I'm not about that life. I'm not. A, there's a lot of people that do it. Um, they'll commute from Colorado Springs, or they would uh, commute from Denver to Colorado Springs because they don't want to live. Yeah. The, they want to leave the area. And, you know, more respect to you, more power to you. But I just can't do that. Like, the weather is always kind of crappy during the winter months. Mm-hmm. I mean, it snows out here. We at elevation. And I'm, I'm just not trying to, to travel the roads like that. And even yeah. if it was, like, bright and sunny, that's still, like, an hour. Um, yeah. and Like, like a even, 60, 70-minute drive. Yeah. Not only that, it's, like, if you're driving, like, 
during a certain part of the morning that's one way you have like deer and everything that's yeah. out and that's like freaky yeah. you know yeah. or people like driving crazy on the highway yeah. so. and sometimes i have to report i have to be at my job at 6 30 not waking up at 6 30 but at my job so that means if i had to travel an hour you know distance and i had to get up and get ready i mean that pushes me back to almost four o'clock in the morning yeah that means you have up. to like go to sleep at 8 30 or something so you can get your full eight hours yeah if you're lucky but <laughs> you that's the thing because sometimes you don't get eight hours you know well you can you can do it if you want to like that's what i've been doing <laughs> Look, y'all, I'm obsessed about like desperate housewives story. <laughs> okay, I'm, a, I'm obsessed with getting my eight hours of sleep now. Like I've been using that sleep app. Mm-hmm. What's the bedtime on your iPhone? Mm-hmm. Like I've really been using it. So I'm like, if I stay up at twelve, I can get eight hours. If I wake up at eight, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I'm. I don't know. It's so random, but you guys know as moms how it is, and you really do not get that much sleep because. You don't really nap with your kids because you have to do other things, you know, take care of business. Well, that's what I like to do, you know, get food prep, things like that. And I just have too much going on. So when I go to bed at night, that's when I like to get my rest. And I've been feeling so you much better. You know what? Better. When I go to bed at night, that's why I like to get my rest too. That makes it, you and I. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what I mean. Every yeah. <laughs> Everybody likes to get their rest at night. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Yeah. What I'm saying is that's like the only time I get to really sleep, you know, mm-hmm. and not really be interrupted and it's peaceful and it's great. And I love my app and I feel better because I'm getting rest and I feel more fresh. <laughs> and I tell Javon this all the time. He's sitting here like laughing at me, but it's true. It's a big deal to me. Good. You know, um, I think the only time that I really um, put, I emphasize my my healthy sleeping habits is is when I work um, the late shift mm-hmm. because it's really difficult to sleep during the days. Oh, those mids. Yeah. So when I work mids, I would I would intentionally do things uh, to improve my um, my sleeping and things like that. So um, sometimes I would take Z-Quil. Sometimes I would take I would drink teas. Um, I would try to get in the darkest place in the house. Uh, just just all kind of different things like that you know to help out with and i'll try to get eight hours of sleep but that's the only time like during the day stuff like that you know and i take naps that's one thing that between jess and i like i will take a nap i don't have time to take a nap yeah sure i heard your mom's like oh she don't take naps uh when i'm gonna take a nap i have a three-year-old running around here i can't take a nap like i'm not gonna just go to sleep and she's up and bouncing around I, I can't even do that half sleeping thing you know what i'm saying like no and when bell does take a nap i have other things i need to do like yeah. work on projects study clean prep dinner like you know that's how my mind operates it's always running so no i don't have time to take naps right now and no, I'm cool i mean it's, that, it's not you know? a right or wrong thing it's just you know i read a um you know i read a lot of self-help books and they said that one of the benefits to taking naps is balancing your energy mm-hmm. and it allows you to um, basically um, take some of that energy and you know you rest and and it just allows you to I don't know I guess just be more balanced yeah I feel like when I take a nap too sometimes like I feel so sluggish and I just feel out of it well, you can't nap too long, and that's the problem. Even like, when you it's not sleep like for two hours, 
like I, I think the the um, recommended nap time is I think is less than an hour. I think it's between forty to sixty minutes, something yeah. like that. Okay. So if you do more than that, then you go into another realm of sleep, and now it gets it becomes more difficult to wake up. Yeah, I think the last time I took a nap, I was pregnant, like a real nap, and that's because the hormones just, you know how that is. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, sometimes at work, man, I go to my car, you know, I get, you know, if I can get a some, if I can get a full hour out of work or whatever, out of out of you know my like my lunch break, mm-hmm. so instead of sitting down with everybody and eating lunch or whatever. I would go to the car, take about 15, 20 minutes, and just nap out. You can't do the cat naps. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> 15 yeah. minutes. Like, that's a tease. No, that's perfect. No. That's a power nap. You See, said cat nap. That's a power nap for me. Belle take little naps like that, too. And she's her batteries are charged for like five days. She'll never go to sleep. She's at the age now where if you give her a nap, she would not go to sleep at night. Yeah. So yeah. So what's up? What's next? We'll talk about streaming some music. I know you wanted to discuss that. Yeah, you know. So I have a rant that I want to. You know, I just want to get off. <laughs> I got a lot of things I want to get off my chest. But here, so here's one of them. It's, it's music. And you know, if you've been listening to uh, Couples Convo, lovers, you know that I really enjoy R&B, soul, neo soul, jazz, anything like black culturally Mm -hmm. you know that that comes in a musical form i love it you know and one of the like so hip-hop these days is just you know has gone downhill big time and i think a lot of it has to do with just in the the instant gratification like and and a lot of it comes from just streaming so everything is like condensed so like the type of hip hop that I love and I've come to appreciate is more lyrical. Mm-hmm. And I think that that requires a lot of time, a lot of effort. You got to think about that. You got to, you know, learn words and you got to put them together. I mean, you have to be a wordsmith. I don't think these guys are that, nor are they trying to be that. I think that um, it's a lot more of vibes. So it's not bad, it's just different. And it's, it's too different for my taste. And I think that when it comes to R&B, R&B is like my favorite genre, straight up, right? So when I see R&B in a state of crisis... Like what? <laughs> huh? Like what? What do you mean like what? You said in a state of crisis. It's in a state of crisis. Okay, so give me an example. There's nothing coming out of R&B that actually... that. I can appreciate. Mm-hmm. So when I go to listen to me, like, so I explore a lot of music, right? Yeah. So I do a lot of streaming. I, I, I have title, right? Yeah, Jess and I, we have title. So we make playlists for fun. I'm sorry about cutting you off. I just have to say that. We just do playlists, you know. <laughs> Stick with me. Okay, Stick I'm with sorry. Me now, okay. And in that playlist, none of that stuff is current none of that stuff is like currently on the charts yeah would you agree with that yeah i agree so why is that do you think i just can't with some of the music like you know i'll listen to the catchy stuff like you know little baby and drake like you know (laughs) you know music (laughs) you you gotta be kidding me this is news to me (laughs) no it's not news to you because i play that song a lot what song brand new whip got no keys like you know that i forgot the name of it uh what is it 
You on your own, son. <laughs> you need to stop. No, I don't need to stop. You on your own. I don't play like their whole album, but if you, if I'm in a mood for it, I will listen to some music like that. But I'm not gonna sit and listen to the Migos or anything like that all day. But Jess if is trying it's trying to relate like, to y'all, and no, it's I'm not, not trying to relate to. No, no, it's no. Not true. Just trying to relate to the youngest. Look, I love y'all and I love your music. I don't even know if youngins are even listening to us right now. So no, I'm not trying to relate to the youngins. What I'm telling you is I do listen to stuff from time to time. Like if I just want to be in an upbeat mood and I feel like listening to it, I'll listen to those things. Okay, so that's about it. Let's let's here so here's the here's the deal. Jessica listens to the radio when she's in the car. So she will hear these songs that are, you know, um, top 100 you know things like that so yeah i I can see you hearing that music and actually enjoying it and appreciating it no doubt i'm talking about why is it that you're not putting it on your playlist or you're not listening to it on your own like you're saying hey this is my because it doesn't because it doesn't move me that way you know what i mean like it doesn't it's it's just enough to me i feel like it's just instant it's that instant gratification that's it but it's not something long lasting that i want to be like oh yeah i want to go back and listen to that five years from now yeah i'm not gonna do that yeah you know so yeah i think there was a couple albums that i had um listened to and i was trying to get into it but i just i just couldn't and um it hurt my heart a little bit and And i was just like and what album r&b yeah, so some of my favorite R&B artists, um, I listened to like Trey songs, and I just wasn't, it, I couldn't connect. I listened to um, Usher's album, and I just couldn't connect. And um, there's more, there's more that I tried to connect with, and it it just didn't like for whatever reason I couldn't connect to it. So um, I know that artists don't want to do what they did already you know so yeah. you kind of have to grow with them and, and and things like that but i mean there's nothing on there's there's nobody performing music that is soulful i guess yeah i think it's a different era like you know now so almost like a different genre of music yeah. And, and we don't we don't have a name for it right now, I think. I don't know, maybe there is a name for it. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, so if you want those things, you kind of got to travel back in time. And um I think that's what my rant is all about. It's just, you know, my my favorite one of my favorite albums is Brown Sugar by D'Angelo. And oh, yeah. I love that album cuz like every single song on there is just a banger. And it's, it's, it's rich with content. It just is. Kind of like Maxwell, Urban Haynes Week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just rich with, you know, with content. And, so you're and lacking, the like, basically. And productions. And soulful music. You're lacking that. You, you can't, you're not getting that right now. You know, when I was in college, um, Neo Soul was popping, man. I remember listening to um, Jill Scott and Erica Baidu. And we would listen to music, mm-hmm. and we would listen to like the artist music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, music soul child. Yeah, yeah. music soul child. And we would um, listen to Kim. I remember Kim had came out, and you know he blew my ears out. Yeah, you put me on Kim. And I was just like, man, this is this is awesome. I can listen to this stuff forever. And I still listen to that stuff, but it's just it's just wild because it's like, you know, what happened 
to Neo Soul? Like, where'd it go? I don't know. It's, it's like it's, it kind of disappeared or something. Just kind of evaporated. You think it was too niche? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Because I think about my homegirl, Jill Scott, and I'm like, you know, where, I, where's the music? Like, I need it, you know? And I, I think her last album, she was, you know, doing some different things and... I think the people just didn't gravitate to it because, again, you know, we're more of the, yeah. you know, neo soul spectrum, and she was kind of moving towards the, 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 the more R and B. It wasn't pop. It was more like what was current in R and B. Yeah, it was. Which okay. was different. Yeah. And and I think people just didn't take to it, and I think she just was like, "Man, bump y'all." And I'm like, "No, no, 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 Jill, please come back. We we need you. We need your music." So, I don't know. I think I had to, I think it's like, you know, like funk music? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like how that, yeah. I don't think they do funk anymore. They don't do funk no more, right? Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. But if you grew up on that, like, you stayed there. And I think that my era with Neo Soul, or even my era with R&B, I think it's gone. I think it's gone. And I, I think my rant partially is to say goodbye you know yeah. and i mean i like experimental stuff you know like solange's new album you know of course you do <laughs> it just and i had conversations about this album like, like i love that you know pour my drink drink sip 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 put that lack on him <laughs> he's like shaking yeah all sip, i do is shake my sip, so sip just and i we had sip. where did we go brown liquor brown liquor brown skin okay okay you're not <laughs> solange settle down so <laughs> we where were we at i think we were celebrating my birthday yeah we right? went to the keith sweat concert and her album dropped like the, either the night before or that day yeah and we were just like i was like let's listen to it yeah, and this was this was the first. And we were leaving. This was the first March. This, this yeah. was my birthday, and we were, and I decided to play, you know, Solange, and I enjoy um, a seat incredibly at a, table. a seat at the table. Yeah, and so we was like, yeah, let's put on some Solange. We put on Solange. We on the way back, and I was trying to get into it, and I was like, there's no lyrics in this album at all, and I'm like, this sounds like her and her friends. Got together, smoke a little weed, right? They're drinking and they're smoking, and they just like about six hours in the studio. And they had a good time, and if that was the case, there's nothing wrong with that. They just had fun. The I think what's wrong with it is it sounds <laughs> like something that they put together uh, very quickly. Maybe there's no lyrics in that. I in haven't that watched movie. the movie yet, and. You know, they say the movie have a lot of symbolisms and meaning. I've seen I think the video. I spent more time on the video. Yeah, and I love the video. Yeah. I love it. It's different, but I like it. I love it. Like, it's just... But, you know, I listen to weird stuff like that. I do have my moments when I start listening to that type of music, too. Like, Ain't nothing wrong with that. Nope. That's <clears throat> when I just want to zone out. I mean... It's not. It's it's weird because it's like you want to like it, right? Like the I do like it. You want to like it. And the melodies and the vibe is there. It's definitely there. But I feel like like I don't smoke weed. I don't want to smoke weed. I don't want to vibe out to you know, like to that kind of thing. So it's it's one of those things where it's like, in what forum 
<laughs> would I actually listen to this? You don't smoke album? weed, but you drink. Yeah, but not like not like that. No, I mean, of course not. But I'm just saying, like, you can't smoke weed anyway. No, nor do I want to. And, and here's the thing too: like out here in Denver, it's crazy. Like we got like smoke three dispensaries, like, like right down the street. From every us. block. Yeah. Like less than a mile away. I know, and I'm like, damn, I gotta raise my kids in this. It's not even that city. bad though. Like, yeah, you gotta raise them in the city, but it's not like that. It's not like people just come to, hey, you want some weed? Like, people don't do that here. Well, they say that there's there's situations where kids are much younger. You know, they're they're supposed to to marijuana much younger now. Like yeah. maybe 15. Junior's only 12. They're also exposed to social media. Both of them are bad for children. No, it's not necessarily <laughs> saying like, oh yeah, social media is bad. I'm saying that... Well, I'm talking about like based on like what we were watching yesterday, you know, the social pressures and things like that. So... What were we watching yesterday, Jess? I don't even know the name it's, of the it's show. Called, it, was so, like, it was on Netflix. So we be Netflixing, right? <laughs> we Netflix and chill from time to time. And... We watched this documentary called Social Animals. Yeah. And, you know, Jess and I, we, we participate in social media. And this documentary was just about the... Just about, like, social media in general, really. Like, it was mostly about Instagram. And it had followed a few artists that came... That went from nothing to something and how they actually built their, their, their huge following. I think one of the girls... Um, young lady and she's um privileged. She lives in Calabasas. Oh yeah, and, she's super privileged. Yeah, and, and you know, she's super pretty too, right? Yeah. She's young and she has not a care in the world. And you know, her dad has like a Bentley and is red and is a drop top and mm-hmm. her and her friends for her birthday or summer party or whatever, they took a picture in there and she posted on social media and boom. You know, her life is just... Yeah, she also dates Jimmy forever. Jam's son, too. Yeah. No, she lives that life. Like, yeah, you know... she lives the life. Anyway, we're... You know, the show is basically explaining how, you know, social media can build you up. And then it talks about the social pressures of it and how it's really hard on children, especially teenagers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, you know... That is crazy because as an adult, you deal with, you know, the social pressures and you see certain things. But when you put children in it or teenagers and they're so impressionable, Mm -hmm. it can be like, oh, my gosh, this is not good for you, especially if it goes the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's what I meant by that when I said the thing. But I totally get it. You do not want your children bringing back the whole marijuana thing mm. you don't want your children you know get involved with that especially when they're underage like when you're grown you do what you want to do yeah. but we're not trying to have that right now yeah so. i was saying is yeah they they're exposed to these things uh much younger and there's a time um where kids are more influenced by their peers mm-hmm. you know um in the early childhood ages they're mostly influenced by their parents but then there comes a time where the their peers are more influential than the parents and um it's one of those things that we're gonna have to deal with you know we're gonna have to talk about drugs we're gonna have to talk about vaping we're gonna have to talk about uh social media yeah sets all that well everybody had to talk about sex i'm talking about things that are that wasn't 
as big maybe 10, 15 years ago. Or things that we had to deal with when we was growing up. I mean, I know he said something to me about vaping. Like when he was at the school in Colorado Springs. He was like, yes, some of my friends say their brothers are, you know, and they have older siblings. Mm -hmm. And they vape. You know, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I know, Junior, you don't need to worry about doing that right now. You know, yes, that's another form of a pastime some people like to do, but we're not going to talk about that right now. No, and and we, I feel like. I feel like I'm going to address that to him. You know, we have to sit him down together and really, you know, explain these things to him because he's curious. He's going to want to know. And you know what? I think now's the time, too. (laughs) I think so, too. (laughs) I think we just need, I think we just had that epiphany that we just need to go ahead and. Yeah. Let him know, yeah, no. and talk to him about it, and let him ask us questions, and you know, and explain to him how things work, so he can have a better understanding, so he won't go out and ask somebody else on the street, you know. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh yeah, you can do that. That's cool. Yeah, you know, you sure." Know, so I was, it's it's crazy because I was just having a conversation with somebody yesterday about vaping because my man is strung out on cigarettes, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, he smokes cigarettes and then um, he vapes on top of it. What? So I was I was asking him. I was like, so what's the big deal, right? And is he vaping with nicotine too? Yeah. So so he's trying to wean himself off the cigarettes. No. Oh, he just likes both because he likes the flavors and stuff. <laughs> both. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. I guess he likes to vape in the car. He likes to smoke outside. So we were driving. <laughs> um, uh, we so he and I we had went out of town. We had did some business out of town. Um, and this is, you know, often military and stuff like that. And we were talking about vaping and he was telling me that, you know, of course, so cigarettes has, you know, it's smoke, right? It's, it's a combustion. You got smoke literally in your lungs. Duh, that's bad. But with vaping, now you have a liquid, right? It's a vapor. It leaves a residue in your lungs. Long term, we don't know what the um, consequences are going to be. Mm-hmm. So for now, it's like, yeah, this has the, the potential to be bad. But for the most part, they don't have half the crap that's in cigarettes. No. So. And, you know, that's a whole, it's like a whole war, too, because um, tobacco companies, they also say that, oh, vaping is bad, too. But, you know, the vape companies are like, all oh, the tobacco companies are saying this because they're losing money. Yeah. And we don't know. We don't know. Maybe as well as they should. I don't know. I don't have any vices like that. I mean, hey, if you do, more power to you. So. <clears throat> yes. So you know, it's all about being virtuous and um and trying to you know rid yourself of all these vices. And if you don't mind, Jess, I think that's a great segue to, to go into the yeah. last topic. So I wanted to talk to you guys about the truth about men by Devon Franklin. I've been reading this book and I absolutely love this book. I know he and reads it everywhere. Yeah, Kinda I read like it like on green ha- eggs and ham. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> like on the plane, on the train, <laughs> on the toilet, in the bed, in the car. I'm just playing. In the sure, barbershop. I'm sure those things were not in green eggs and ham, <laughs> but yes. I read it everywhere. I take it, I take it with me everywhere. So every, every like... Um, open free moment I have I try to read a little bit of this book and um, it's been eye-opening and I have to say it's one of my favorite self-help books I bought a lot of self-help books and this is by far one of my favorite ones because it talks about the nature of 
of men. Mm. And none of the books that I read will even touch the subject. And I think that he is um, very heroic for doing this. So I wrote some words just to kind of narrate, you know, my feelings on it. So just bear with me for here for a second. <clears throat> Had to clear your throat, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Divine Franklin heroically takes on the difficult and necessary task of explaining the truth about men. And the truth is men have a lust problem. Devon defines lust as an overwhelmingly selfish impulse for sexual, financial, professional, and personal fulfillment by any means necessary, even if those means are personally, professionally, or spiritually detrimental. Devon calls this lust the dog. He further explains that every man has lust in him. That's the bad news. The good news is every man has love in him. This love is called the master. The cure for the problem of the dog is mastery. Master and love is the key to everything because the dog cannot be eliminated. It can only be mastered. Well, that's really good. Yes. So that's just, you know, my summary of the book. He also kind of goes in to explain how do you know if you're dealing with a dog? Mm-hmm. How do you become a better how do you master yourself self-control discipline etc and i mean it's just very very profound and and one of the things that he said in the book that he said that he heard when he was a young you know when, when he was a kid that all men cheat all men lie mm-hmm. all men the typical thing you always hear yes etc yeah. etc et and, and why is that right so i mean he takes this very very difficult task heads on and he's very honest about it and i think that um i think that every single man especially black men should read this book that's good i do i think it, it definitely opens um a lot of questions and it also answers a lot of questions yeah and it's all about self-awareness. That's good. That's good that he did something like that to, you know, enlighten everyone. Because I know you said that he also, you know, encouraged women to read it as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that's great that he actually even have that, you know, in the book. Like, hey, you know, this is for the women too. Check it out. Listen. Well, read, not listen. Well, I guess if you have an audio book, you can listen yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you can listen to it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think you should. I think he should definitely get an audio for this because I know... <laughs> You know, a lot of a lot of a lot of men don't read, and yeah. I think it's, it's something that is definitely a pastime. You should definitely um, take on because mm-hmm. reading just opens up your mind, and it allows you to just process information yeah. much much differently than hearing it. Like, and when I was reading this book, I would meditate on you know some of the deeper you know parts of it and yeah. i'll just sit there and i just i just think about it and then i'll come back to it maybe in a couple hours or so and just yeah. and it so it's very thought-provoking and and i and i and i this is something i would definitely you know pass on to junior in fact you know when he gets older of course yeah, yeah, this is definitely. this is very mature topics 
but um maybe we turn 18 or you know 19 he goes off to college i'm like hey son you know i want you to read this book um and learn some of that earlier in his life you know so you don't have to make mistakes. yeah so you can have that seed planted and that wisdom yeah, yeah. there's a lot of things that you know i've kind of dealt with in this book you know just kind of you know when you're dating and you're single or whatever and it just kind of like highlights things like oh okay that's some of the things that you know i might have been experiencing or whatever it was and it just it just feels good to kind of like you know have someone else's opinion on it and um he uses a lot of resources you know such as articles from psychologists he uses the bible of course and um in other you know um literature that really supports a lot of the things that he's saying mm-hmm. it's good it's good stuff yeah so there's there was something that i wanted to do in this book um he has a a test for men and women for mm-hmm. men are you acting like a dog and for women are you dealing with a dog <laughs> so jess has not heard any of these questions no not at all this is live and i want to ask jess a few questions to see how she feels and see if she believes she's dealing with a dog okay (laughs) do you think you're dealing with a dog or, or, or the master i think i'm dealing with the master okay yeah here we go so here's the first question Jess, do you suspect me, your spouse or your boyfriend, is currently cheating on you? Hell no. (laughs) Next question. Does the man you're with watch pornography regularly? No. In fact, I don't watch pornography at all. I've been dropped the, the bad habit of watching pornography. I always felt like it was bogus, but then after reading this book, cause he talks about mm-hmm. pornography in this book and it just solidified, like that's why I don't do it because you know, like it's fake. It's dog food. Yeah. That's what he calls it. Right. The point Lust- isn't real. It's just acting. I mean, it's real, but you know, they exaggerate a lot of things. So yeah. Yeah. But it, it provokes lust. Yeah, right? It does. Yeah. And lust is one of those things that you feel like it needs to be gratified. Yeah. And once that dog gets to barking, it's hard to quiet it down, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to muzzle it. So when you do things like that, you participate in activities like that, it actually just makes things worse. So to counterbalance that, you want to feed the master. Mm-hmm. It's, it's deep, right? But well, I'll let you read the book. I'm okay. going to keep going into these uh, questions. Okay. Next question. Does the man you're with hang out with other men who are known as harassers or cheaters? Oh, no. You don't hang out with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing you be hanging out with are your freaking books. Stand this office studying all the time. Yes. So... You are such, he is such a recluse. Like, Javon, he doesn't really socialize. Why'd you kind of, I mean, maybe at work, but what I'm saying is, he doesn't really go out. He just kind of, every now and then, but he keeps it himself. He's a lone wolf. I'm a beautiful soul. 
Oh, <laughs> and I have I'm I'm a, I'm a social butterfly, and I know that about myself. No, you're it's not. Proven. Not right now. Just when you met me, how social? Yeah, was that's I? different. You do not do anything. What's the difference stop. between then and now? <laughs> I told him that he has a new nickname. So I'm sorry, calling him Pop because he's like an <laughs> old man. So I've made many sacrifices, and one of the sacrifices that I made is social. I sacrifice my social activities so I can finish my bachelor's. It took me years to do that so I can finish my master's. Um, I haven't finished, I'm still working on it. So um, all the things that I do to be successful up to this point um, has been because I made that sacrifice. So it it does, it is painful. Um, yeah. Any sacrifice is gonna come with some, with some heartache and you know, some pain, but the reward it's is, okay though you spend yeah, time with me so we hang out and stuff you know? I, I can We're never like sacrifice friends. my relationship with you or the children so. I know so yeah. <laughs> it doesn't bother me too much okay next question is the man you're with primarily focused on making money more than anything else no okay do you see the man you're with portray an image in front of other men just to be accepted that's different from the image he portrays in front of you? No. Okay. So that was my last question. If you answer yes to more than one of these questions, you are dealing with the dog. Oh, God. More than you're dealing with the master. More than one? That's awful. More than one. They had a few more, but it was for like single women. Yeah. So I'll like, just read these out just for, you know, the audience. Okay, if you're single, when you go out on a date, is your is sex your date's main objective? Hmm. If you're single, has someone stopped dating you just because you wanted to wait until marriage? Wow. If you're single, does the man you're dating give you vague answers every time you ask direct questions? Hmm. And if you're single, do you regularly have one night stands? Oh, that's awful. Yeah. That's how you know if you're dealing with dog So why behavior. does he say the master and the dog? Like, I mean, I get the dog, but why does he call the master? Is that just someone that just has um, perfected their craft or something? Or like, why is he using the word master? So master is love. Okay. And the way you, the way you become a master is by continuously practicing love yeah um love is honoring the person that you're with mm -hmm. love is commitment love is devotion so when you practice those things on a regular basis and you become good at it yeah and you make and you have self-control and you mm -hmm. have discipline that's what um the master is all about okay it's about just being um virtuous mm -hmm. and you know just being you know a really good person and you see that in men right and then sometimes you see the other part in men. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is, you know, according to Devon, we all have both of them in us. It's just a matter of who's the bigger person, right. the master or the dog. I mean, and, and that can go for women too. A lot of people, it's the, like, lot of people it's the master. Yeah. The same thing can go for women. Women can be the dog and the master, you know. Mostly, you know, well, they say mostly it's men mm -hmm. because that's just what people hear all the time, even growing up, you know, oh, every man cheat blah 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 you know you hear all that crap and like even growing up 
that's just girls here and, and to me I feel like you almost get programmed to think that's really true yeah. even if a person is really a good person and there's a lot of women that's accepting that just to be with a man they accept yeah and they the shouldn't that, you know because it is yeah. really nice guys they feel like out that's there what too. you have to deal with yeah yeah and you know people society almost breed that and it's like yeah that's what they do oh this person isn't that perfect it's like okay you don't know because some people are really nice people you know everyone doesn't do stuff like that and i know you were saying he was saying things like that in that book you know like no that's not true or a man isn't weak if he doesn't do those type of things or yeah. a woman she isn't weak if she doesn't partake in those type of behaviors you know yeah. no so i think that's very it's wild important because people will actually call you out and say who do you think you are and they'll say oh you 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 pretending to be some goody two shoes mm-hmm. or whatever it is and it's like no this is who i am this is yeah. the type of man that i want to be is not the man of those type of behaviors so just because you see that in other type of men that don't mean that that's exactly. that's that's me you can't associate me with with you know like and i think that in in our culture we've lost respect for the individual yeah you know you kind of want to stereotype everybody it's like you know all men are dogs all men are this and it's like and that's why i said you know like when junior turns 18 i would love to give him this book so he don't have to have those mistakes like you don't have to live that life you don't have to make those mistakes or you know partaking those behaviors or learn the hard way and i think that's you know one reason why i'm like so attracted to you because Mm -hmm. i've had positive men in my life and i've seen the way they treat their wives and they treat them so beautifully you know and they just appreciate them and you do the same thing with me and you kind of draw to that type of behavior like you want to be with someone just like that because growing up that's what i seen you know my stepdad was really really nice to my mom you know and you know my my mom and dad got a divorce so i really didn't grow up seeing their relationship they were three when i got a divorce so you know i couldn't see that but my stepdad was a good you know provider and he loved her and he didn't curse her out and he didn't do awful things and he didn't mess around and my aunts her husbands and you know and i'm talking about my aunt both of her husbands are deceased but Mm -hmm. both of them really great guys you know what i mean and they were just they loved her and my other aunts and their husbands and you know when i see that that is what i wanted growing up and i'm lucky that i found someone like you because there are really great guys out here Mm -hmm. and you know they're here Sometimes you just have to be patient. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I mean, you know. I, I mean, love... I'm lucked up. Our situation is totally different, but I'm sorry to cut you off, but I think you kind of like, you know, everything worked out. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Um, one of the things I really loved about Lewis Up and Family, and I still love about Lewis Up and Family, is representation, mm-hmm. right? Because you just don't see young people that truly love each other and don't have any desire to you know have multiple people in their lives yeah. and all that stuff and it's like focus on the right thing and i and i think that it's important for us to you know reflect that like you don't see enough of it and yeah. it was one of those things where i thought that we were doing god's work mm-hmm. you know just by being ourselves yeah, being our yeah. authentic selves and representing and it's still a beautiful thing. Like, yeah, it you know, is. You can follow us on Instagram. On Instagram, and, yeah. And, we haven't been posting lately because stuff like that. we're just starting to get... Everything is, you know, settling out now, so... 
But yeah, I agree with you. And I still think, you know, it's good to show that positivity, even on Instagram. We may not be doing YouTube anymore, but we do have the Instagram, you know, and this is us. This is yeah. what you guys see. And you also got the podcast. Yeah, you got the podcast. We're going to try to be more consistent with that since we're settling down and everything is evening out now. Yeah. Um, This is us. This is this is Jovan and Jess. This, this is us, okay? Yeah. It's us. Just like this show. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that is the conclusion of this show. What do you think? Yes, I think that's the truth about men. I think that if you are hearing me right now and you have a lover and I think you should definitely get the man in your life or the woman in your life this book and y'all should read it together and y'all should uh, talk about it and have deep conversations about it Um, this I I talk regularly with Jess about some of these things Mm -hmm. and if anything it'll be it, it will enrich your relationship for sure yeah so, you heard the man. <laughs> Get the book. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. We really hope you enjoyed this podcast. We had a great time talking to all of you. Thank you for your support. And we will see you guys. Not really see, but we will talk to you guys <laughs> on the next podcast. Enjoy your week. Love you all. Love you guys. Take care. See y'all soon. Bye. Peace. Jay and Jay, the Couples Convo Podcast.